Welcome to the Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice and general guidance surrounding the working world. Good morning and welcome to the Park Podcast. I'm Tony Bracken. I'm Gemma Marshall. And this week, our guest is Dan Hare. Dan is the founder of Continuum and master of all things data, analytics and robotics. Um, We're delighted that Dan has joined us this morning and we're keen to hear about how and why he chose the world of data. Um, Highs, lows, top tips for anyone that wants to start working and build a career within this field. Dan, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Gemma. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Um, Tell us about yourself. How did you get into this sector? Your background? Um, <laughs> well, there you go. I, yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah, sort of not planned, just followed the path of um, enjoyment, I guess, and yeah. things that felt easy. So I think sometimes people say the path of least resistance is a bad idea, but on occasion it might mean that you're doing things that you like doing. Mm. So, yeah, it's a difficult thing to say, right? And thanks very much for inviting me, I should say. And <laughs> yeah. I think it's great what you're doing to do a podcast yeah Gemma was just explaining you can use the podcasts are a good way of introducing a career to someone where it's impossible for you to know all of the minutiae this is it yeah 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 it's great that you're doing this so um, I think it just brings you know things to life for people as well you know obviously we can talk to them and give them advice sheets and let them look at websites but I think you know to hear it from the horse's mouth so to speak I think it, it definitely brings it to life and I think we've got to look at where we can see things growing requirements go, growing you know what what people want and what people are, are focusing on and, and I, I guess it's good for people to know that there is a career in this area mm-hmm. if, if that's their interest so if we take you back to to sort of school and education wise is there key skills that you feel that you naturally have that that sort of led you to this I, I, I was a bit of a that. bit of a swat at school okay, yeah, if I'm yeah. honest I enjoyed school yeah not, I know it's not very fashionable to say that but it was fun the yeah, sport and yeah. and that but um, naturally gravitated towards like maths and physics yeah um, just because you could get a completely right answer in those if you knew the question yeah. whereas if you write your hand off in an essay you'll never yeah. get so again path of least resistance to a certain extent but mm. I could sort of see it and then went to do physics at university mm. and then got out of that before. I didn't go on and do a master's or PhD or anything because yeah. it was getting far too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the point where yeah. I could get to. And then um, just fell into um, IT, really. Mm. Um, fell into, in those days, I was a developer, wrote database yeah. systems and stuff because that was what you needed. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's funny. And then various work and did some travelling and that. And then um, really the sort of the key career bit I did was probably 10 years in London and New York doing... Um, hedge fund systems mm. and again it's a really wow. interesting thing like what you were saying about high growth areas yeah I was really lucky to get into that I found a job on the internet with my dad really? in 1994 wow. so I think there should be some sort of prize for that you know yeah. that was before Netscape Navigator or Chrome wow. or any of that or Google wouldn't even been thought of then um, but I think that's what I would say is that, that it was an interest to me mm. so therefore I invested time in yeah finding out more about it and then through that had no idea what a hedge fund was but there was an interesting role and got in mm. there bluffed my way in and then and then learned from the inside yeah. and it's like you were saying you know it's such an impenetrable world yeah. to outsiders so I think it's a great thing you're doing because it's impossible for you to know the minutiae of everyone's yeah. roles why do people get paid to do what they do that's mm. really what counts isn't it is that we yeah. get very yeah. fixated on a role and your job title and but fundamentally someone is paying money for you to be doing what you're doing so mm. what is that and how do you 
maximise the value that they get and the, the maximise what you get out of it. And interesting that you found that role, as you say, on the internet when mm. the internet was, you know, and I guess did the the business purposely put it there because they were going to find that individual that was passionate about, you know, what the, you know, had the skills that they wanted. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly why they put it there. It's like, yeah. who's motivated to find Who's going to find us, yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting, early days of things like Twitter were the same. Then mm. you always see this and it's like, you know, the, um, you know, children laugh at, or younger people laugh at people using Facebook. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. probably now Snapchat, you know, probably yeah. TikTok will be gone yeah. in a bit. Yes, yes, yeah. But in those early, those early adopters there are always opportunities there mm. because there are people in there that are seeing it as the opportunity to build something bigger mm. themselves rather than just, you know, doing it for the platform. And, and do you think that's, you know, a, a massive part of it, that being, you know, looking for a solution, looking for something, being an early, making something happen before anyone else or, you know, being at the very start of something is that yeah well why not you know if it's yeah. like you were saying i think that in anyone's <clears throat> sorry career you know whatever you know again that just sounds like it's some sort of predestined thing that you just go into knowing what you know what you want to do mm. yeah most people i know don't know what no. they want to do no they're doing what they're doing because they were doing that last year yeah um and you know i've certainly been guilty of that at times mm. you know and it's really it's more about why am i doing what i'm doing what do i get enjoyment out of and how can I be in a high growth area where you can make an impact? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. That's the hardest thing for people who aren't in a field to understand. Yeah. It's because it's all just different jargon and different rules, it seems mm -hmm. like, and you never know who to talk to. And but that's that's where all the interest is going to be, I think. And we're and, in an interesting area for that an interesting location yeah. for that. Yeah. And I think, you know, the element of, of, of making an impact, you know, that 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 sort of as you've said it there, you know, from from our perspective, and obviously we we, we spoke to somebody last week from uh, that works for a charity, um and and she talked a lot about making an impact. And we speak to job seekers and I think after the period of time we've just been through, um, or still in, but you know, people have had chance to reflect and making an impact is a massive sort of driver for a lot yeah, of the people that we absolutely. we speak to. Um, and I think it's important that, that making an impact can apply anywhere and everywhere. I just wanted to say, you know, obviously hedge funds, I mean, data, numbers, it must have been massive. So you were the wolf on Wall Street for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't yeah. In, in sheep's clothing, I would yeah. say, yeah, or sheep in wolf's clothing, yeah. maybe. But... You know, the numbers, the, you know, I just imagine it would be a oh, fascinating was, area. Yeah, it was Wild West as well, those was uh, early days. Yeah, so really? it was great fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was mad. You know, and I joined a firm when there were five people and left 10 years later, there were 200. And it was really that sort of like, at no stage did I have a signed contract. Then. Really? It was yeah, just yeah, a gentleman's yeah. agreement with the owner and yeah. people, I ended up managing 10 people. Did you? Yeah. Just purely like, not through any sort of natural desire to be running a team or anything but just mm, like you know naturally. if you put a felt tip on a balloon and blow up the balloon suddenly yeah. you're a long way away from where you started aren't you yeah yeah and I think that's true of a lot you know I think Covid has been yeah. really interesting uh period in that a lot of people have had time to actually reflect mm. most of the time you're so busy 
yeah, getting yeah, from yeah, yeah. you know keep, you know looking down putting one foot in front of the other i think everyone has had a chance to reflect on mm. everything yeah and yeah. yeah you see a lot of people making life changes mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are deciding actually you know what i've worked long enough turns out yeah. that we can manage as yeah, we yeah, are yeah and it was interesting, you know, you were just chatting earlier about some roles coming up that you hadn't seen for ages. Yeah, yeah. And that's purely, must be, from people just saying, you know what, I've enjoyed it and I've been doing it because I did it last week, last month, last year. Mm. But actually, do we need it? Yeah. And, you know, is, am I getting any joy out of it? Because mm. that's all that really matters, isn't it? Is that yeah. being, yeah. being paid to do something you enjoy yeah. is like yeah. the what we're all aiming for, isn't it? And so what brought you back to Jersey? I'd never been to Jersey. Um, I'd been to Jersey once. Um, my sister came to uni here in the 80s. Um, so I just came here for a freebie holiday. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I never like <laughs> Tag along, younger brother. But um, no, I just went travelling after the hedge fund thing. I needed a break, so yeah. I took a year, year off and stayed with a mate in Sydney and met someone from Jersey. Wow. Yeah. So that, it's as simple as that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and so yeah. I've been here 17 years now. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm. It's a really enjoyable place to be, to have a business, and yeah. to, mm. it's a great compromise, I think, between other jurisdictions that aren't quite so pro-change, mm. but other jurisdictions that are too pro-change and expect everyone to be working 16 hours a day, yeah. Yeah. which has just not done that before, and that's not healthy. Yeah. I was going to say, obviously, that you know, external and personal experience from hedge funds is that you know, standard is, is, is uh, contractually they're about 45 hours a week, but generally it's, it's, it's a lot full more. on. Yeah. Um, I seriously don't think anyone there had a contract. Yeah. Other than remuneration. Yeah. yeah. If people left before 7, 7.30 at night, everyone would assume they were off for an interview. Oh, really? Seriously, yeah, yeah, people, yeah. you get so comments. That, that's it. The culture was, yeah, yeah, it, it's till 7.30 at night. And what, the crack of dawn? Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it was great fun because you yeah. were working with some really motivated... Yeah. I was going to say imagine. super clever yeah. people, I imagine. And yeah. it was a right laugh. You know, yeah. I've made a lot of life friends that way. And that was, yeah. that was really what I was saying is I think everyone can look at their careers and see sort of seminal periods mm. that forge what, they're, what they end up doing. And the yeah. ones that you really reflect on were in growing businesses, mm. doing interesting things. Yeah. And then quite often we'll just take a bit of that and say, OK, that's what I enjoy of this. Yeah. And uh, there's now, and if you're in a growing field, then there'll be a career mm. in every little part of those businesses that are making those changes. Mm. So you could be a hedge fund accountant or, you you know, there's a whole ro- whole series of roles that are specific to that area. But you needed to be in that field to then find out that that was what you want to do. Your yeah. chance of moving around in a fast growing yeah. firm, in a fast growing area, uh, it's a much more fluid organisation. Yeah. yeah than in more established businesses where you've got things like full job descriptions. Yeah, your job description. Yeah, yeah. This is you. Yeah. 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 Because then it's hard to get out of those boxes. Yeah. So tell us about Continuum and and what your role involves. Gosh. (laughs) Everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm lucky, actually. I've got a fantastic team. So two years ago, I'd have definitely told you everything. But Mm -hmm. now, you know, we've got a great team. And again, that's really a key thing. Yeah, if we sort of move from... I did do sort of 10 years in Jersey with a firm here doing more traditional IT, what I would consider like Belter consultancy team. But that was really, I had to kind of cut my cloth accordingly, okay. that there weren't people hiring people doing what I knew how no. to do in Jersey at that mm. point. At mm. times there have been, but yeah. not really. And there's probably people doing... Not, I guess, doing... for a full-time, you know, yeah, yeah. No. So, yeah, you know, just what I did know really well was databases and yeah. writing database code. So then I built a team of consultants doing that that mm. was very successful 
and did well for all of those people. They're all still there and all my old clients from there are still using the systems we put in. Mm. But it got very wearing having 15 people, I was at least 15 people I was responsible for writing code all day every day that if it went wrong, that would still end up on my desk. Right. You know, and so it's that sort of you know, what what's called technical debt, which is that you are, you don't feel like it because you're building something. But if you build code, then you've got to maintain it. Yeah, and good yeah, coders yeah. hate maintaining code. Yeah. They'll leave, right? It's really hard to keep people if you build stuff okay. unless they're incentivized with shares mm. or something like that. Because they want to keep building and keep... Yeah, yeah do something new. On. Yeah. yeah. And if you've yeah. got, you know, if you end up with like a bunch of clients and some of those clients don't maintain their infrastructure and mm. until COVID, people massively underinvested in their technology. Sure. Um, so you end up with a situation where, um, you know, you'd be maintaining a system using old code yeah. because the enough of your clients refused to upgrade their system such that you couldn't use the new code. Mm. And that's really boring. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah, people yeah. will leave. So I didn't like that and just thought it was time for a change. You know, the company massively expanded again and got involved in data centers and things. So I, I just thought that the no-code, low-code tools were getting so good that it could do what I could do with code. Right. But yeah. you could give that to mm-hmm. a person who knows their job, who knows what they're trying to achieve and knows the available data. Because before I'd have built data warehouses and mm. all that sort of stuff. But that's so old-fashioned. Yeah. You, know, you don't need that anymore. The technology is getting so much better mm. that in the hands of a skilled person who, and they, we can easily teach those skills, mm. you know, in a day we'll get people off and running. But the point is you can't do that with someone who isn't a problem solver and doesn't put their head up, up and think there must be a better way of doing this yeah. than that. yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, we need people. Yeah, you know, all of our clients are people who would do it in Excel. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or SQL or mm. Python or whatever, but they they would only do that because they've not had the right tools for mm. a lot of what people do at work. And so that was really why I set Continuum up was I saw a gap in doing that, and foolishly thought that I'd be done about four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I've been going six and a half years. And what I mean, brave. You know, or or was it just you know, as you say, you, you'd been doing something that I guess, you know, w- was great as you said, and you you did and, and enjoyed the experience, etc. But ultimately, you were doing that because where you wanted to be wasn't an option here, so it was naturally going to happen at some point, I guess, was it? Well, yeah, and when yeah. someone's paying you well, yeah, to do something that has a large number of aspects of something that you really enjoy doing, then it's hard to change, isn't it? And you've got people relying on you Mm. in a business, you know, and you've got, um, yeah, all of those sorts of things that keep you doing what you're doing without you necessarily having to do anything about it yourself. So at what point, what was the the push, do you think, or what was the, you know, how did you... Well, it was when the company massively expanded and I didn't really have a say very much anymore. Yeah, you thought, right, now's the time. Yeah, Yeah. I need to have a say here. (laughs) Yeah, and it is. That's what we're saying is that it's in life, you know, never waste a good crisis, right? If if something happens that Mm -hmm. forces you to confront what you're spending your time doing, Mm. that's when you change. And that's why COVID is brilliant for career changes. I think we've never seen... For a lot of things, yeah, yeah, massive, yeah. Yeah. And... How has it impacted you and your business? COVID? Yeah. Um, Well, it's obviously been very difficult for a lot of people. Um, You know, you've got a lot of, um, you know, sectors that have been massively affected. But from 
our point of view, it's just accelerated things. So in general, I've thought things would have moved, people would have changed a lot quicker yeah. than they did. I thought everyone would be in the cloud three years ago, probably. And I said that seven years ago. Right. I massively underestimated how long it would take for okay. people to change. But then yeah. people were forced to change to change mm. last year yeah. in 2020. And that investment, I did expect 2021 would be a lot quieter. Yeah. Because everyone had spent, they'd already been down the back of the sofa to get Zoom, to get yeah, laptops, yeah. to yeah, get yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. All these things that they had been talking about but putting off forever. Yeah. E-signatures. Yeah. yeah. All these things that are just wholly positive. And it's it's just like one of those things like, you know, common in the water's fine. When people are telling you, you need to go to Office 365 for yeah. Microsoft, mm. that's a no-brainer. You need mm. to go to... You know, teams. You need yeah, to go yeah. to zero for accounting. You need to go to Harvest for time recording or HubSpot or Salesforce or yeah. all of these systems. It just becomes like a yeah. paralysis for people, yeah. I think, where they just, mm. would you please leave me alone? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've yeah. got enough to be doing now yeah. and we've got to change everything. Yeah. yeah. But people think, were forced to last yeah, year. Yeah, I think yeah. you hit the nail on the head. That's it. People just have been putting things off, haven't mm. they? And they mm. were confronted with it. And, you know, we've been seeing so many changes in businesses yeah. from this. But, um, so, what, you, what's how, your advice well, for, from question that, to you though, then? Is, how, yeah. how would you characterize what's changed in terms of, you know, part personnel? I think it's great that you're doing yeah. this podcast. I yeah. think this gives yeah. you scale that yeah. you can say, well, people haven't learned a lot about data analysis yet yeah. in this talk, yeah. Yeah. but at least it kind of, you know, it sort of gives them something to think about. So, what gives that it's given us a bit of a voice actually, as well, hasn't yeah. it? It's, um, I, you know, we, we, you know, I want to know. You know, as on an interest level, as well as you know, obviously the the the, the pure uh, data and analytical, robotic, automate all, all those opportunities. Whilst growing, they're still very limited. You know, in Jersey, because I guess there's obviously people like you that can do the job for the organisations that we recruit for. But still, I want to to understand what it's all about, why, and 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 I find it interesting that you'll say that you said about the the. There's so much that needs changing. You feel like paralysed because, you know, I've, I've been in that place before and it, it's so easy to sort of hide, I mm. guess. Um, and, you know, I see consistently my clients recruiting for the same types of people that are spending their day in Excel. I re we really yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just think how long will those opportunities be there until somebody finally says, right, we need to invest in whatever products you'd recommend for that, you know, well, I'd and move say, on. I'd say those roles will become progressively less well-paid. Yeah. They'll still be there. Yes. Because for someone to change to do what we do, in terms of, you know, predictive analytics and mm. automating the analysis, all we're doing really is giving people who can do, who are interested in this, better tools to do it. Okay. Yeah. We're not really introducing something to them that they haven't thought about doing before. Yeah. And I would say that, our real goal is to get people beyond just reporting on what has happened yeah. and what is the case and get mm. them to what should Future. be the case. Yeah. Mm. So what we would call predictive analytics, sure. what is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Prescriptive analytics okay. is what should happen. Yeah. What's the best organisation? Mm. Yeah, a really good example of something like prescriptive analytics is fantasy football mm. where you've got okay. a budget yeah, yeah. and you've got some rules yeah. and you've then got to try and juggle your all different rules yeah. Yeah, in yeah. order to get mm. the best outfit for you. And that's all doable now as well, but mm. no one's really doing it yet. Yeah. Most people still don't really know 
whether they're making money yeah. or if they are making money, which clients they're making money from, mm, really? which area they're making money from. And humans are really good at learning. Yeah, we're really clever, right? We're never going to replace human ingenuity, nor should mm, we. Because no. you know, if we haven't got clever people, we've got no one to work with. But if you sort of take it to the next step, humans are brilliant at um, learning while they're being trained. Mm. Once you've got other duties mm. and other things you've got to be looking at and, lo- and doing as part of your job, managing people, um, you know, maybe other parts of your role, you don't learn because mm. you're not looking at... When you get to a more senior position, you're no longer dealing with the routine stuff, the yeah. good stuff. You only get involved in problems yeah. quite a lot of the time, which, again, is quite wearing. Obviously, mm-hmm. you see a lot of people sort of getting burnt out with that, yeah. with the fact that we've not really had a break for 18 months. Because no. All of the normal breaks in life haven't happened. No. Yeah. So normally you'd get a huge yeah. lull during the summer. Yeah. Then everyone's out in December. Mm. You, then might go, you might even go on holiday. Everyone's skiing. <laughs> so everyone would be skiing yeah. in yeah. January yeah. and yeah. Easter. Yeah. We haven't had that. Yeah. But I think the the key thing I'd say about that though is that it's a great opportunity for people to really reevaluate what yeah. they're trying to do yeah and just see you know just try different things there's yeah. it's never been easier to try new things there's free stuff in the cloud you can try stuff for free there's mm. free training yeah um i think the the things that the digital jersey academy are doing a course yeah. coming up that we'll yeah. be contributing to on right. data analytics yeah. and yeah. data analysis yeah. And yeah we'll be involved in that we're hoping to be involved in the jersey business um initiative which i think is great you know which is to sort of help improve productivity in small businesses. Yeah, yeah. They're going to help do that. those things, yeah. And again, yeah. it's that. And I think, yeah, we're, yeah, it's not just for, you know, I'm also hoping that people will listen to this and think, actually, yeah. that sounds like the yeah. sort of organisation I'd like to work yeah. with. Because we're hiring. We've yeah. just um, had, it's amusing, we've had one application so far for a bursary that we've just come up with. For oh, really? The university for a local student um, mm. to take them through. Just so yeah. you can see that it's, whilst it's a bit of a seller's market, yeah. It's a weird market, isn't it? It is, is yeah, There's yeah. a lot of demand for some people, and it's harder if you're more established in your career, I think. But, mm. you know, and I'm sure that you would love to help the recruitment cycle get a bit quicker with the big <laughs> organisations. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Well, it's just, you know, it's... I think sometimes you 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 know you're that sort of person that that looks at something and gets frustrated by something because you're just like, this got to be simpler. Yeah. Know, be why am I doing, doing this, this again and again? Yeah. I, there's got to be a better way of doing that. Um, and I find it difficult to understand anyone that doesn't think like that, really. Um, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's Yeah. And that's, I guess, that's the hardest thing about being a change business. You know, because COVID, as I said, forced people to upgrade to a point where they can now be helped by us a lot better. Mm. So that's just... Mm. it's accelerated the change but the thing is yeah people have still got to want to change yeah and it's a rare time when you actually have the opportunity to change because you have to and for it to actually in most particularly sort of financial services type industries are actually it's been a good thing Mm. and i did expect not much going on this year but it's busier yeah because people are kind of blinking out Mm. you know expecting Mm. it all to be a disaster yeah and they're like hold on yeah actually i thought yeah 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 which is great, but you know. But you get aftershocks, right? Yeah. And it's not over yet, clearly. No, no. no. But um, yeah, I think they're doing a good job here in terms of trying to balance business and health. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because there's a lot of people's businesses have been devastated and of they course, need yeah. to get yeah. back. But I, I think going forward, there are these aftershocks 
So we haven't really seen the full impact of no. this yet. So, no. you know, what disruption mass retirements is going to make to organisations. It should be good for younger people, should be mm. good for organisations to change a bit. But also the whole home working, you know, certainly from our point of view, we've got a few younger people in the team and they're all in the office. They've been in the office as soon as they could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we, we'd, we'd mirror seeing yeah, that. Absolutely. And, and, and as, as, as mentioned earlier, I mean, it's, it's particularly young people that don't have that, the environment um, to have that space, you know, struggle working from home. And I guess, you know, it, it's... And, and even people that have been, you know, some of my friends, a bit, bit older, <laughs> that have um, wanted to get back but now just want to remain with that flexibility because often they've been working in more traditional settings that haven't allowed them that flexibility um, and now they've got it, they don't want to give it up, um, even though actually... They prefer to be in the office. <laughs> you know, it's 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 funny. Every you know, it, it's and and those that can tailor it for individuals, you know, are are doing well. Yeah. Um, I always thought it was interesting. Obviously, we've got the football tonight, and I saw um, on LinkedIn on your page that you've done the predictive analytics for getting the result, and even had a little a little flush. Let's say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've had an office sweep on it, and then Matteo, yeah. who's one of our newest members, has written some analytics that track what the likelihood is of everyone uh, doing well. I should point out it was a random draw. Yeah. And given that my teams were out so quickly, I don't care. <laughs> right, so, I, so whatever, whatever. So no yeah. inside scoop of who's going to win then. They, yeah, they, well, no. no, no chance. No, no. I, I'm, I'm. And does it go as far as who scores and you know? Oh, just just from the point of view of each team, there's sort yeah. of like a power ranking for each team where you can pull the results against the expected results because that's the thing is that all of this stuff's out there. Yeah. It's just no one really knows how to connect to it. Yeah. And we. Predominantly, yeah, we start with a product called Alteryx, which yes. helps you mm. pull different data together. So obviously this was all done in Alteryx, right? Yeah. So um, you can go and connect to web services. All that stuff's out there. It's just people don't know how to connect it all together. Yes. And yeah. that's really what we do without yeah. having yeah. to write code. Sure. So, yeah, the um, yeah, I, my numbers plummeted so fast. <laughs> I'm interested from a technical point of view. From a football point of view, I don't care. Yeah. I, just hope, yeah. Yeah. I just hope England win. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah. And everybody will be, yeah, we, we've already heard the brass bands going, uh, oh, really? it's coming home loads of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, they've nice. played it about four times this morning oh, in my brilliant. travels. But, um, yeah. yeah, but it just shows, you know, the, the product that you're using, you know, can just sort of an example on predictive analytics i guess for those that you know are not aware of the power of the this type of product mm. and what what it can show you and how easy it is and i think yeah. that the hard thing that most people have is applying is mentally imagining how technology like that will help them in their day jobs and in their business yeah because yeah. i think if you look at the connect, if you look at the disconnect between the technology that people have in their pockets right now yeah yeah. Which is free. Yeah. Fully works. Mm -hmm. All AI. Yeah. All data driven. Of course, it's all data driven because it's they've got you've given them your data and they're using it to sell stuff back to you. Right. Yes. That's yeah. the only reason that Android's free and all of these things yeah. where historically you'd have paid for that sort of thing. But the difference between that and the experience you've got and you would just turn off an app if it got annoying mm. to the systems that people have to struggle with at work on the whole. Again, there's this move to the cloud is going to really accelerate that, mm. such that people won't put up with having stuff that just doesn't work no, anymore. They won't. No, they haven't got the patience for it anymore. I no. don't think. No, 
I know, it was really funny. I was uh, seeing all sorts of yeah, behaviours, don't you? Do, yeah. we, we want everything now. Yeah. Got we it. want ten... everything right this second. Yeah, let's say like 10 years ago, I remember. It's probably eight, seven, six years ago, let's say. I was on a client site and I overheard um, there was a manager. She was a young manager, but a manager taking around a new recruit mm. who, you know, she was having a look around. And so she was saying, OK, this is the central printing area. You press your fob on here and then your documents come through and all of that. And the, this new recruit said, uh, what's that? And uh, the manager said, oh, that's the fax machine. And, and the new recruit, this is seven years ago, let's say, right? The new recruit said, oh, what's that? Yeah. Uh, oh, the, and the manager said, yeah. oh, yeah, it's some clients, some jurisdictions, we have to do it by fax. We can't do it via email. She was going, oh, I know. I'd never heard of them before I came here either. <laughs> and you just think yeah, how, fast how fast technology yeah, exactly. is changing from when they yeah. thought they were going to run yeah. out of, they thought they were going to run out of phone numbers. Because everyone was going to have a fax machine, Crazy. and it was for a while. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Telex addresses. Yeah. And those well, sorts yeah. Of remember things. teletext? Yeah, yeah. Teletext. That, remember, you used to search for a holiday on teletext, play a little game. <laughs> I didn't, but yeah. Well, more to the point, you <laughs> were More to the point, you weren't searching, were you? You'd wait. Yeah. You're waiting for the page twenty-five out of seventy-four, yeah, yeah, so you'd yeah, have to yeah. wait. <laughs> <laughs> for it to come back the round. You're actually sort of... It's crazy, So for, it? for the younger listeners, this is like... This yeah, is what yeah. we used to yeah, do yeah. instead before this the internet. This is olden days, <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, thinking about a career in the area that you're in, you know, what advice would you offer just somebody that's, yeah, interested? If you're interested, just get involved and actually do it yourself. There's so yeah. many free tools out there that, you know, if you're interested. I mean, what our recruitment process really is that a no one will come to talk to us unless they are understand what it is we're yeah. about yeah but yeah we want all the cleverest people to come and work for us yeah right? you know and then because we've got you know a smallish team but we've got 70 odd clients now mm. and what we're trying to do is to get to a point where we have some very well-defined things that we do that help every business yeah not just financial services yeah. or government and so that they're the people that we want who will be able to thrive in an area sure. like that where it'll be it won't be just, you know, traditional IT is that you just embed someone on a contract for a year, six yeah. months, whatever. I think that's dead, or it should be dead. Mm. It comes ends up with bad outcomes. You know, that really people, we should be helping people make their own change, mm. get better themselves. Because they've already got the people, they've yeah. already got the tools. You know, they yeah. just don't have the tools. tools. Um, so, yeah, that's really where we're trying to get to. And as part of our recruitment process, we basically give the candidate a laptop with all tricks on it, okay. and then just say there's loads of resources on the yeah. cloud. Go. Go Learn ahead. it yourself and come back and tell us something we'll find interesting about something you care about. Mm. And the guys done, yeah, really, you know, the last two, one of them was going to be about football prediction, but it didn't work. So that then ended up as a um, world happiness index uh, <laughs> model, taking yeah. all the world happiness index and then working out what the factors were. Okay. And honestly, he came up with some really interesting insights that... Mm. In the UK, the older or some parts of the UK, the older you get, the, more, the happier you are. Really. Whereas in the US, the older you are, the less happy you are. It's really interesting, mm, sort of dynamics and really the regional, yeah. the yeah. regional variety yeah. and things. And yeah. so that's, yeah, it's really about, yeah, certainly in a technology field, you've got to expect that someone interviewing you is going to ask you for evidence that you care about this yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Particularly yeah. because it is such a new field that you haven't got big businesses that have boxes to fill. Mm. They're looking for people that will grow, help grow the business yeah. and make the service better and better value for all of your clients. You know, that I don't ever want to lose a client. 
So yeah, we'll do what we need to do to, yeah, to, to keep yeah yeah to help them move grow because we'll yeah. grow with them. Yeah. yeah. And how do you keep your knowledge current? You know, as we've said, you know, we're giving examples about how rapidly things move on and change. So how do you maintain your knowledge of yeah. what's going on in the market world? It's really hard. Yeah. Right? It's very, very hard. I yeah. used to be able to do you know, most of the tools that you needed to build a computer system. Now, mm. really very focused mm. in you know, a, a small number of areas because it's not possible to keep up no. anymore. Or particularly not as you get older and you've got people relying on you yeah, and you've, all you're the trying other to run a business. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would just say that um, yeah, you have to find what you're interested in and play and mm. try different things and then... From our point of view as a business, I don't think it's sustainable to try and offer bespoke IT services mm -hmm. to businesses anymore because they're all growing so fast. You know, things are changing so fast. So I think, and there'll be competition from cloud platforms. Yeah. And as businesses understand that cloud platforms can apply to them just like they do with Teams, mm. with, you know, cloud accounting and things, then it will be harder and harder to sell systems to people. Yeah. Or sell hours to people. Yeah. Um, so we just focus on... Yeah, sort of uh, more tried and trusted. Sure. And, you know, the good thing is that we are learning how best to do this from our clients. Yeah. I started out just thinking, oh, well, found all the best tools. I'll mm. show it to people. They'll mm. just go, oh, yeah, thanks very much. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> Get the checkbook out. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, field of dreams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I built it and they didn't come. And it, <laughs> But only a very few early adopters started mm. and it's been slower but it's built yeah, it's definitely catching pace but we've learned from local clients like tmf mm. like aztec standard yeah. you know yeah. apex that government yeah we're learning from them yeah how real organizations yeah can adopt change mm. and grow mm. and develop what they're doing and i guess the, the 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 individuals that you recruit are going to bring something new and a new exposure and experience to different you know People are built differently, aren't they? You know, they're you know they've grown up in a world where the expectation or the products or whatever is different. So hopefully they'll be able to teach you something. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> definitely and yeah. also make you sort of feel humble about the fact they've never heard of any of the films yeah. that you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's great, you know, and and it you know, you need to be having young people coming into a company because mm. it rejuvenates yeah. it, and energizes it, it doesn't yeah. it as well? Yeah. And, and that's what's going to be great about the bursary as well, isn't it? Yeah. Fantastic. And it's there's nothing more fun than teaching. No, there's not. A motivated. Yeah, exactly. Clever person. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been your personal career highlight? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think there's been, you know, it's been really interesting, um, this process. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, that's a really hard question. Mm. I don't know Probably if I've had one, really. I think... It's yet to come. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I think what happens, you necessarily progress, Yeah. obviously. Particularly, I would, you know, just always... As a piece of advice, I would say everyone should be looking to run their own business at some point, right? even if you never do. Yeah. And if ideally you get paid to basically run your own business by someone else, mm. that's even yeah. better, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> right? If you can do that, that's you perfect because yeah. you don't yeah. have to worry about paying yeah. all the fees. But Yeah, but that's part of the experience, surely. Come on. Yeah, that financial <laughs> I don't want to do it again. <laughs> responsibility. Yeah. Well, yeah. quite. But I, I think that it is, uh, it's a necessary transition from being a personal achievement to being proud of mm. your team mm. and your clients. You're, you know, it becomes about more than you, doesn't yeah. it? And so yeah. I think I'm 
you know, I think the team we won Alteryx UK Northern Europe Partner of the Year last year, mm-hmm. and that was a team. The team yeah. did that. Yeah. So I'm really proud. Yeah. Of them having done that mm. and having put in place a place where they could do that, but it mm. wouldn't have happened without our clients. And yeah, I'm so proud of. I love every time we teach a clever person to learn how to do their jobs better and see that sort of... And you see the result as well, don't you? See their enthusiasm and their rejuvenation. That's why we do what we do, and that's why we don't really want to do a lot of the more traditional yet lucrative technology stuff, because there's no joy in that, Mm. Yeah, because it's all contractual. Yeah, and no one's ever happy having spent a large amount of money on an IT system, really. (laughs) (laughs) They might be in a few years' time, but they won't be when they're paying the bills. But great, and I guess so. So that there's there's stuff there about you know the energy and 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 seeing seeing others, you know, seeing the 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 impact that you can make on others. Yeah, uh, I agree, and I think you know it's great that you had Steph um, on from Macmillan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So there are happily our chosen charity that we support. Yeah, and yeah, we, yeah. We help um, Steph and Kev. Uh, the, the oasis yeah. um well no so they're at the lounge aren't they so yes. that um yeah the we help them and provide them with support and it's a different type of impact isn't it yes yeah there's you know it doesn't matter what you do there's a way in which you can mm-hmm. positively affect other people's lives yeah and by do if you can manage to find a role that does that then you get reflected yeah, enjoyment you do. yeah and you're not, isn't it? you're not just dotting I's and crossing yeah. T's, you know. Mm. And so there's different ways that you can get that. Because I think we all need that sort of meaning. I know we it's do. sounding a yeah. bit... Yeah, no, no, but it's true. Age of Aquarius. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the perfect way to finish the podcast. Um, just really want to st- extend thank you to you, Dan. Um, so that's all from me, Tony Bracken. And Gemma Marshall. And thanks both for having me very much. And thank you to people for listening to this. listening to the park podcast sharing tips advice and general guidance surrounding the working world 